This is WrestleZone Radio, presented by WrestleZone.com. Find us on iTunes. Welcome back to WrestleZone Radio, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Nick Hausman, and we are here with a special Reality of Wrestling Thursday, Row Thursday Spotlight interview with none other than the first ever Reality of Wrestling champion, first ever champion, Rob Barnes. We got a lot to get to here today with Rob, but I do want to remind you that tonight, since it is Reality of Wrestling Thursdays on WrestleZone, we have our latest Row Seminar. That's right, the one and only, the five-time, five-time, five-time World Heavyweight Champion Booker T is going to take you live into the ROW Reality of Wrestling Training Center in Houston, Texas, courtesy of the WrestleZone Facebook page. If you go to the WrestleZone Facebook page tonight at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, you're going to be able to find Booker T, oh, shucky ducky, quack quack, and a lot of the other Reality of Wrestling students down there in the training center running drills, putting together matches. Booker's going to be answering your questions. Tune on in tonight. 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, the WrestleZone Facebook page to get the latest Row Seminar. But right now, it's time for the latest Row Spotlight interview. Here he is, Rob Barnes. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. Now, Rob, uh, you talk uh, a little bit funnier than the rest of us here in the States because you're not from the United States, are you? Uh, not born and raised in uh, Sydney, Australia. Oh my God, I'm I'm jealous of that. All right, so let's start there because you've got a really kind of interesting background. Now, before you came to the states to train with Booker T and all that, and we're, we'll get to Booker and reality of wrestling here in just a moment. You're from Australia, and and let me get this right: you got a chemical engineering degree in South well South Wales before even coming to the United States to become a wrestler. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, it was kind of all around the same time. Oh. First time I came to Booker, I was actually in my uh, third year of university, as we say. Oh my God. Okay. So you're a chemical, you have a degree in chemical engineering though. Uh, yes, I do. Oh uh, I've, I've never actually used it, uh, except for like one short internship, but yeah, that's, that's all right. Man, I I have heard a lot of wrestlers say they have different side jobs, they have different degrees or whatever they don't use. I have never had a pro wrestler tell me they have a chemical engineering degree. Before we get to the wrestling, why why did you pick chemical engineering? Are you like are you super smart? I mean, I know like intelligence is part of the part of the Rob Barnes uh, character. I mean, are you, are you genuinely just find yourself to be a very bright person? Uh. I think it's just I've always kind of worked pretty hard, especially like when I was in school. And, uh, you know, part of the reason I guess I was drawn to wrestling was that uh, I wasn't too uh, social as a kid. So I spent a lot of time studying and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I have, I just had a knack, I guess, for numbers and maths and all of that. So when it came to time for university, uh, well, I was still in high school at the time. Um, I was in the highest level of maths and a careers advisor suggested I should look into engineering. And at the time I was also doing chemistry in high school. I felt chemistry was really interesting. Uh, turns out chemical engineering has nothing to do with chemistry. Like it's, it's all just about more maths and physics rather than chemistry. But I didn't know that. 
And I literally sat down with my careers advisor in high school and said, I want to move to the States. Um, and so I'm looking at this chemical engineering degree. Do you think that would be a good degree to try and take overseas to try and get a job over here in America? Because I always planned on trying to move to the States and be a wrestler over here. Wow. And her response was, yeah, absolutely. Like they, you know, especially chemical engineering, like they're just constantly hiring people from all over the world. Uh, unbeknownst to either of us, the uh, market crash in uh, uh, happened when I was, I think I was in my second or third year of university. So that all ended and uh, the degree did not come in handy actually moving over here. So man, yeah, uh, set me back a little bit. We must be the same age. I, I, I remember 2008 very well. The end of uh, 2007 or 2008 there very well. So, uh, mm, yep. I, yeah, very unfortunate. Uh, but that's crazy, man, that you are that smart, legitimate chemical engineer. And so this wasn't like you got your degree and were like, all right, now that I've got this out of the way, I want to go become a wrestler. You were already gung-ho about becoming a professional wrestler two to three years into university as you put it we call it college but university and so your intention was always to come to be a wrestler was booker t in reality of wrestling was that always the school that you wanted to train with is that where you knew you wanted to go uh no i wasn't really sure where i wanted to go uh i did uh take a few months to travel around uh in 2011 i came over here and i went to a few different schools to test out uh i'd actually already been to booker's so at the end of my third year of university, I actually came over here with a guy called uh, Jack Bonza, who's uh, running some promotions down in uh, Sydney and Newcastle now. Okay. Uh, actually doing really well down there. They're doing uh, some really great shows. So I'll give them a little plug. Um, but uh, so I came over, I'd already trained at Booker's once before, and I just really enjoyed Booker's teaching style. Uh, I enjoyed the way he explained things and I always kind of understood better from him. Whereas like some other schools, I felt like, you know, they'd tell you how to do something, but they wouldn't really explain the mechanics of why. So, uh, eventually I was like, all right, so the goal is let's try and get to book his school and see what happens from there. And then when I officially moved here, he just happened to close down the promotion he was running, which was PWA. And that literally happened like two weeks before I was supposed to move. So now I'm worried because I'm heading to a school that isn't even linked with a promotion. And I called up one of the guys who was in charge of the training school. And he said, no, 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 don't worry. Just, just come along. Everything will be okay. And then sure enough, I got there just in time for them to have their first reality of wrestling TV show. Man, wow. Technically it was on YouTube at the time. Man, uh, real quick, before we get to Booker here, you, you brought it up because you have friends uh, in the scene that are running shows. Australia is like the Wild West, right? It's like a gold rush for pro wrestling at the moment. I feel like that's the kind of the next big territory to be tackled. What is the Australia scene like right now? Uh, it's just developing. Like, and it's, yeah, the last probably couple of years, it's really started to take off. You know, it helped with people like, TMDK over in Japan. Yep. Uh, you got Jonah Rock, who's now wrestling PWG. And so, you know, it just started taking off here and there. Uh, it was just, I think, a combination of a lot of Australian wrestlers 
traveling and learning, you know, learning from better wrestlers and that were available when, you know, I was first starting out and they've gone back to Australia and they've taught, you know, their skills onto the next lot of trainees that have come through. So you have these guys that really come through as talented, talented wrestlers. And now some internationals are starting to take notice. So, yeah, I mean, New, uh, actually pretty cool. Yeah, New Japan's about to do a tour down in Australia, I know, next month. And, yes, uh, it is. Yeah, I, I mean, it. Re- they're, bad Luck Fale, I know, has really uh, sunk his teeth down uh, in Australia. It, it really is an emerging scene right now. And, and your reality of wrestling right now, and, you know, we'll kind of bounce around here a little bit. You're, you're not only a wrestler, you're like a trainer now as well for reality of wrestling, correct? Yes, that is true. Man, that is so that is, is that intimidating? First of all, is that intimidating to be a trainer for Booker T? Uh, one hundred percent. Just uh, especially when he walks into the room and watches you train people, because then you're like, all right, so really need to nail this, otherwise, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna come in here and completely embarrass me in front of everybody. Uh. But you know, it's just uh, it can be intimidating at times, but. You know, it's just having confidence in your abilities and that kind of stuff. And but the good thing about Booker is he's not particular on how you do something. At the end of the day, he calls it the smell test. You know, like if it uh, if it looks cool, then it's right. If it doesn't look cool, then it's not right. It's basically his mentality. So at least it's not like a structured, you know, you have to do it A, B, C. Right. So that definitely helps. Is there anything that he really looks for in you as a trainer? Is there anything that he he instills in you that he really wants you to to make sure you do? Uh, mainly just you know make sure when you're teaching them that you know they look cool while doing it. That's okay. the that's his important thing. Like that is uh, Booker's number one rule. Like if you're not looking cool doing something, why are you doing it? Now, uh, you obviously have a great relationship with Booker. Uh, not only made you a trainer, but you were the first ever reality of wrestling champion. Uh, tell me a little bit about how that came together and, you know, what it was like for Booker to break the news to you that you were going to be the first one to carry that title. Uh, he didn't break the news to me, actually. The uh, head trainer uh, at the time uh, let me know, and it was like, Real simple. They uh, they were looking for someone to carry the championship, and I I'd been there for a few months at that point, and uh, the trainer came up to me and he's like, "Hey, look, um, we're doing a title match this month. Uh, it looks like you're going over right now." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I was a little taken aback because I'd probably only won like two matches at that point. You know, they just and before that I was just losing every match, and then. They finally gave me a couple of wins, and he's like, "Yeah, well, book has seen how hard you've been working, uh, how much better shape you've gotten in, and he wants to put a tie on you, but one condition, because uh, I was wearing shorts at the time, like uh, you know, half tights, I guess. He's like, the only condition is you guys switch to trunks, because he doesn't like the half tights. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I went to our gear maker that. I think that night and like showed him a text and was like, Hey, I need some new trunks. And he's like, okay, what were you thinking? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> Let me get it. Yeah. So we kind of discussed some designs and 
yeah, that was it. I ended up getting trunks and he put me the uh, put the towel on me the next month. Wow. So you know the trunks are a reflection of your character. You know, we've talked about you know your background, how smart you are, good with the numbers and everything. And uh, I know that's that's definitely part of Rob Barnes. But how do you describe Rob Barnes, the wrestler, to people? Uh, I normally describe him as the guy that definitely thinks he's smarter than everybody, especially in the wrestling business. Uh, that you know he's gonna find he's gonna find a way to win a match. And you know I will describe it as I did the smart thing, which you know a lot of the time ends up being the sneaky thing or the illegal thing or the thing behind the rest back. And that's generally how I uh, describe what I do. <laughs> so what they taught you in chemical engineering. They're like, when the teacher's not looking, that's when you can rake the eyes of, you know, one of your classmates. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. You know, like when the, uh, when the, when the professor's not looking, there's, if there's a smarter kid sitting next to you, you got to take a look at that sheet, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think you get expelled if you do I guess that. They can't, I can't. They, do, they can't. Yeah, they can't. They, they can't expel me uh, ten years on or wherever it is now. That's true. Now Six wait. Years on. You're working pretty closely with one of Booker's not only best friends but his brother. You're you're working with Stevie Ray at the moment, correct? Uh, yes, I am. Oh my God! Tell me about your relationship with Stevie. What are you guys doing together right now? Uh, so basically, Stevie has. Always, well, not always, but for the past couple of years, he's been on the show, uh, mainly in a managerial role. And in the past, they've had uh, different forms of what they call Stevie Ray Incorporated. And we had one of the guys that uh, left the company that was in Stevie Ray Incorporated, and then they decided to split Ryan away from Stevie. And then we were uh, in the middle of doing a storyline where Stevie was actually getting everyone to beat me down because I was the, you know, Australian and, you know, like get the foreigner out of here sort of thing. And the sad part was people were like cheering him. Like I was getting beat down two, three people like beating me down plus Stevie throwing in the boots and people were cheering. So we kind of sat down and had that discussion of like, well, what if you know, this sets off me going back to being heel and and then it ends up being Stevie, you know, Stevie takes me under his wing and like that was Stevie's plan all along. And that actually came from Stevie himself. He came up with the whole idea of like, no, if I'm beating him up, like eventually once he's heel, I should bring him under my wing and that I just wanted to see an aggressive side out of him. And that's why I was doing what I was doing. So that all actually came from Stevie. Hmm. That's really cool. I, I'm a big Stevie Ray fan because Stevie used to call into live audio wrestling all the time, I remember. And uh, just genuinely right. seems like one of the nicest. I've never, unfortunately, I've met Booker a couple times. I've never met Stevie in person. But he comes across to me as just like a genuine, nice person. Am I am I wrong about that? No, not at all. He, he really is. Like, he's just he's a very nice guy. He's always helpful, always has advice for you. Uh, always has time for you too. Like he's never just gonna blow you off. And yeah, absolutely. I I definitely rank him as like one of the nicest guys I've met in the business, so especially cool. that actually has stunt power. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, which I, is funny because I mean, Book is a lot like that too. To be honest with you, so it's like, you know, maybe it's just those two. 
maybe it's just from the way they were brought up. But, you know, yeah, both of them just they always have the time of day for you. Yeah, well, of course, Booker, right? I Yeah, I agree with you. Booker, uh, amazing man. Could be mayor. Could be the mayor of Houston. Isn't that wild? He could be. I know. That he's <laughs> he's kind of got some mayor yeah, qualities. Uh, he's got mayoral qualities about him already. I wouldn't be surprised if he won. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't surprise me either. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about let's let's wrap this up here, Rob. Let's talk about you. Now it's 2018. It's a new okay. year. We've talked about you know reality wrestling hot right now. Australia hot right now. In general, the wrestling industry hot right now. Where where do you see yourself this year? You gonna go back home? You gonna go uh, back to Australia for a bit? You gonna stay here in the states? What, what do you want to accomplish this year? Uh, I'm definitely gonna. Uh, head back home this year actually just just for like a little bit maybe a couple of weeks here and there i definitely want to try and uh ride the little bit of a little bit of the coattails that seem to be australian wrestling that's smart uh, that's super smart i'm really glad to hear that i'm really glad to hear that <laughs> uh but i'm planning on doing that i'm actually heading to england uh in may early june to hopefully do a few shows over there and then, you know, keep up with the reality of wrestling. Cause you know, uh, I really like the direction that we're going. I like the things that are happening here, uh, with, especially with a new partnership with wrestle one, as it seems. Yeah. If that keeps going forward, that could be major opportunities this year as well. So I'm just gonna keep my head down, keep training like I've been training and, uh, keep working like I've been working. Awesome. And uh, Rob, is there anywhere online you want to send people to find you? Is there an upcoming show or something you'd like to, to promote here at the uh, at the end? Uh, so all my stuff is under Australia, the number one RB. So if, if you type that into Facebook, it'll pop up or search Rob Barnes. And, if, and that's my Twitter and Instagram handle. I post everything I do on there. Uh, and I'm actually about to start a new video blog this week. Uh, so episode one is going to drop. So people want to check that out. That will be posted on all my social media outlets as well. All right. We are clear. Uh, Rob.